When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, Izzy Kempi for breakfast, SCNZ, just after 7 o'clock. We appreciate you tuning in, Double eight, double three. Temper Bed Post, text machine 0800 on our phone line if you want to have your say. Right now, we're going to cross over to the north and catch up with Sean Edwards, French rugby defence coach and Champion League player with 466 games for Wigan and 36 for Great Britain. He has been a pioneer in terms of the way that teams defend right now, and he's going to join our show. Sean Edwards, good morning, good afternoon, good night to you over there in the north. Bonjour. Bonjour to Ça va? Ça va, mec? <laughs> Sorry, mate. I spent a month over there traveling around the south, and all that's the only word I learned, Sava. And then I'm lost after that. But, Sean, mate, we appreciate you coming on the show. You're a busy man. How you been, mate? The French rugby is finally wrapping up. Um, have you enjoyed the season? You've seen enough from what's at your disposal right now in terms of French rugby? Yeah, I mean, well, like any other team, you know, you're, you're hoping you're. Mm. Your starting players are going to be fit and available. Um, obviously, not a lot of them are having the recuperation uh, time at the moment. So, you know, we start um, at our first training camp on Saturday. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's in Monaco, so I don't know how the training will be at first, but anyway, we'll give it a go. But no, seriously, <laughs> um, we've got two weeks together, and then we've got a week break, and then it's all systems go for the World Cup after that. Hey Sean, it's Kemby, mate. Thanks a lot for joining Izzy, Izzy and myself on breakfast this morning. Mate, the uh, the transition that you have had through rugby league into into rugby union, um, just how did how did that all come about? Um, well, what it was, uh, I had a son who lived in London, and uh, I, I got a few offers from rugby league clubs in the north uh, to become a coach. I, I had no job for a year and a half when I first finished playing, and. Uh, it was a difficult time, like a lot of guys when you first finish playing rugby, rugby league, professional, or rugby union. Um, it was a difficult time, but yeah, um, I wanted to live in London so I could be uh, do, my, do my number one job, which is uh, even more important than rugby, which is being the dad. Hey, Sean, in terms of defence, 
Um, when when you think about the fence and the way that teams are bringing a lot of line speed now, you were the pioneer, and yeah. you're pretty much one that that brought that into the into the uh, threshold into the picture right now with the way that teams are defending. Is there is there something that uh, teams are trying at the moment? Like how are you trying to stay ahead of of, of the pack in terms of defence, mate? Because teams have seen a lot of line speed now, and they're trying to come up with new ways yeah. to attack this line speed, but they're still str- struggling with it. Well, there's, uh, the thing is, you, you have to remember that there's never been as many points scored in international rugby as there is at the moment. You know, it's regular to see a game of. 30 points to 26, you know. So, number one, there is a lot of points being scored. A lot of them from malls, a lot of them from pick and goes, etc. Mm. And um, obviously, you know, once you get in the 22, it's incredibly difficult to stop a team from scoring. Um, but you have, to do, you have to give it your best shot. And obviously, mm. to do that is to pressurise the ball as much as possible, you know, on the floor with, with your Jacqueline. Hey Sean, you talked about the importance of players remaining on the pitch. We've just had our our super final down here on Saturday night. The Crusaders they played the Chiefs, uh, and we and we yeah, lost. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Mate. I watched yeah, it. We, we lost a couple of players in the in the final. What what did you think of the final and and where New Zealand rugby is at the moment? I think uh, I, I watched the semi final as well um, when the, the Blues uh, who played very well all year. The Blues and. Unfortunately, you know, they just came into a red-hot uh, Crusaders team, didn't they, in the semi-final. Um, <clears throat> absolutely red-hot. It was an incredible performance from the Crusaders. Um, final, I mean, for the Crusaders to go away from home in a final and win, it just shows the quality that they have, um, both physically, mentally and tactically. Sean, when you're coming up against a, a team that, that brings a lot of line speed, and you're trying to, um, you know, nullify that and, and get on top of it. What, what needs to happen? What, what do you need from an attacking point of view? I know you don't want to share, but that is the biggest question now because teams are bringing a lot of heat and teams are struggling to, to, to deal with it. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, t- just, just, you know what I mean? Like, out of the job here, boys. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sean, share, share, share your secrets, mate. You're the, you're, the most, you're the most wanted man. In world rugby, and I want to hear because teams are still still struggling with it. Yeah, uh, I don't know the French guys. They pay me okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I think I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I, I, oh, I knew that too. Oh, I knew. The attack coaches, the attack coaches in the world are pretty smart guys. Very yeah. very smart yeah. guys, both in the northern and southern hemisphere. And uh, you know, there is they are finding ways to to definitely score tries because, as I said. There's never been as many points scored in international rugby as there is at the moment. Hey, Sean, I'll, I'll ask the question in a different way. Um, as a coach, a coach to coach, <laughs> as a as an as a defensive coach, how important is it to have a really good offensive coach um, alongside oh, you that understands huge. what defenses what defenses are, are actually doing? Absolutely, and you, you remember the, the the attack helps the defence, but why? Oh, by keeping the ball. So, obviously, you don't have to defend then. And then the defence helps the attack by creating the turnovers of the rook, putting pressure on the opposition, keeping the opposition high as possible. And, and as everybody knows, the kicking game, because you do have to kick in international rugby because, you know, the defensive players are at a high level. You know, it's a little bit different to what it was when I first came into, into rugby union 
where I'd say you'd have three or four specialist jacklers. No, I reckon you have nine or ten people who can all compete very well on the ball, you know, whether that be in a back or a forward. So the game has changed a bit over the years since I've been involved, and you have to try to continue to, uh, to move with that, and hopefully to be one step ahead. All right, Sean. You're not giving me much, and I'm going to ask you this question. What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to people out there that are hating the way that teams are defending? I know New- World Rugby have been constantly trying to come up with ways to not allow teams to bring a lot of heat off the line. What would you say to the way that the game is going? Defence is hugely important, isn't it? I think I think defence can be very very exciting. You know, if you're gaining ground in defence, and uh, if, um, and also the thing, if, if you do have line speed, it also opens it up for an interception. So, interceptions for me is a pretty exciting thing uh, in a game of rugby, and it should be encouraged yeah. because it does break the game up and 100%, and it's virtually impossible to defend it in interception. Sean Ricardo here. I just wanted Which New Zealand were absolutely brilliant at last year. I remember a couple of years ago we played New Zealand in, in Paris. And I was on to the guys because New Zealand are absolutely fantastic because the natural born rugby players they play touch when they're young guys mm. etc. The natural a lot of them are obviously they improve with the coaching etc. And you know they have uh, good stringent formations etc. But little thing like a it's very hard to coach an interceptor person to be a great interceptor. Naturally, it comes from playing touch and stuff like that when you're young kids. Sean, where is... New Zealand were absolutely brilliant at intercepts at that time. Sean, where is the join uh, between a defensive coach and the uh, and the attack coach, right? So, you know, when you, when you, uh, you talk about being uh, offensive on defence and driving the opposition back when they've got the ball, how do you guys work that out? What take, uh, Who takes over where? I mean, you have offensive situations in training, then you have defensive situations, and you have to remember, you know, um, not to concentrate too much on one or the other. And, and naturally, you know, the, the attack coach normally has a little bit more time than the defensive coach normally, because he has a little bit more to cover. Because you know, the, he has to be creative with the with the launches from lineouts, from scrums, etc. And obviously with counter-attacks as well. But also, you know, aerial skills is a huge part of the game at the moment as well. So there's a lot to practice there and a lot to fit into what normally is like an hour and hour and a quarter, hour and 20 ses- session. But we managed to do it. And um, the, the also thing is not to overcoach as well because um, you can also at times give too much information. Sean, what's the what's the feel like in, in the north in France at the moment? I was over in April and... It was- it was slowly simmering away. We're a couple of months out from the World Cup, but we're getting so close to it now, mate. What's the feel like on on the ground? Everyone, it's excited to rip into a big rugby World Cup. Obviously, yeah. I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful country and a great, mm. great place to visit. You know, um, you know, beautiful wine and the people are, you know, very, very welcoming, etc. There's different cities. You know, you go down the south where I live. I live near Perpignan. I live near the beach in Perpignan, and uh, oh. and there, or you can go, to, or you can go to Paris or Toulouse, different places. It's a very, very beautiful place. You be, you become. I tell you, you know, it's been outstanding to I'll me. tell you one thing, Sean. One thing I noticed over there is everyone is very, very confident. 
Bit of pressure on you, my friend. Well, well, you know what? I mean, you, you have to accept that. But what, what, I, what I have to have to do is mm. um, just, just to prepare the team to the best for control what I can control. I have no control of other people's mm. opinions or whether we're the favourites mm. or not the favourites, etc. You know, I have no control over that whatsoever. All I, I do have a control over is how well I prepare the team with my fellow coaches mm. and fitness staff uh, for the for the for the big tournament. Hey, Sean, I've got concentrate on what what you can control and and try not to get that money taken off you that the French are paying you by telling us too much. Hey, um, <laughs> hey, Sean, <laughs> I, I just gonna I just gonna ask you. You've been around for a long time, and and. You know, you went through the early 2000s and you came up against a, an all-black by the name of Israel Dag. What was your defensive <laughs> strategies when Israel was carrying the football? Was he like a tough player or did you say mate, just bash him? That there was no system. There was no system could hold that guy, mate. He was just incredible. <laughs> man, I played horrible, get you buggers. What did you do? What did you do? I what played horrible. What happened to Israel? Anyway, did, is, he, is he around much? <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, here, he's, here, he's here trying to get some information I'll tell you what happens you. to me mate I've got 10 kilos heavier and I've got one leg I've just had a knee operation I'm horrible at the moment but I'll be back yeah, yeah you come back mate and up to me uh, fasting's good beautiful all good hey Sean just before we let you go uh, our can't wait question of the day has been is soup a meal what's your take well, obviously that's a huge, huge question and something we can deliberate for hours and hours over. <laughs> but for me, I'd say soup is a meal. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good, good old Wigan boy. Hey, Sean, thanks a lot for joining us uh, this morning on Izzy and Keepy for breakfast. Cheers, Sean. All the best. Thanks for giving us nothing this morning about <laughs> yeah, thanks, the French. <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch, mate. We'll talk again soon. Don't mind too, mate. See you, mate. Oh, Sean Edwards, what a legend. Uh, so there you go. You've heard it from the man himself from Wigan. Soup is a meal. That's what I took out of that. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> when as he was asking those questions, I was going, he's a, he actually thinks he's been interrogated. <laughs> I know. I was I feel quite bad, but I was like, mate, tell us. Look, honestly, here's a name that has been thrown out of a lot in terms of the way that teams are defending now. He is very, very good at his job. And it's the biggest challenge at the moment. Look, there's all these formulas that people come up with. You've got to be brave. You've got to really embrace the blind pressure, run inside shoulders. You've got to just slow your feet down and things like that. But um, on, on the flip side, there's just a lot of teams that are, are making gains on it. But then there's also a teams that are really struggling, and particularly with Ireland and, and France, because Ireland... Bring a lot of line, line speed too of Andy Farrell. And, but they've got a really different uh, way that they play the game, particularly on phase attack. It usually comes from 10, Johnny Sexton. He runs across. He's got their unders line running a cart. And they've got players in emotion. And and they usually attack it really well. So uh, it, was, it was interesting in, in hearing from, from Sean. And that's the challenge now. Like World Rugby are trying to come up with ways to stop this, this line speed. But the way that rugby's been played, there's a lot of points being scored, so teams are getting smarter and, and more clever with their approach. And I was just, yeah, I was wondering, like, how do you stay ahead of the game in terms of defensively? Mm. You know, little systems that he's come up, little intricacies that he's trying to add to his, his game. But he wouldn't say it, and I'm, I don't blame him. Yeah, and and it's no, it's you know, no surprise both him and Andy Farrell coming out of Wigan that those defensive strategies, you know, Wigan Wigan. Ha- 
holding so many titles through those years when those two players were playing for them um, and are doing so well. And I think I think you know some of the answers to that question is 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 around the importance of understanding offense. You know, because he's come out, basically what he said is he's come out and he said there's a lot of points being scored in international rugby now and you've got to keep the players on the football field. And when I'm looking at that and analysing those comments from Sean Edwards, I'm th- I'm thinking like across the board your, your um, importance of having your structure intact for the whole 80 minutes is really important. So, you know... Losing the likes, and you look at the 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 Sinbin on the on the weekend, for instance, losing players throughout the year in rugby is going to be really um, costly mm. when you go into that World Cup, and that's what he's saying. Like the the teams that will be successful at the World Cup are the teams that can keep their players on the football field. Yeah, and you know, I'll tell you yep. what, you hark back to Saturday night, and boy, I mean, fourteen men for thirty minutes of the of the eighty for the Chiefs. How costly was that in the end? Oh, huge, huge! Imagine if they had you know thirty minutes with, with less players, and when those players went off, the Crusaders scored two rolling more tries. So it just yeah, it comes down. You need your players on the field, and and you need your best players to be a part of that. And, but we know World Cups, lads. They're going to be injuries. It's going to be a next man up mentality. That's just the way it goes. It's such a difficult and and physical tournament. Eight weeks, you got to be on your money. If you're going to go and win that tournament, it is tough, man. It is long, and you're away from family, your own hotel. It's it takes a lot. This is the French to, French rugby's to lose, I reckon. Well, I was just going look- to Monaco for two weeks. Come on, Flip. wow! <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at the uh, at the odds actually at the TAB uh, for Pool A, the Pool A winner, France a dollar eighty favourites, New Zealand a dollar ninety. So that that's uh, it's not much in it, but they do have. They do have the uh, the hosts as slight favourites. Which if, if that comes out, then we'd have to play the winner of uh, the group of South Africa and Ireland in it. And tell you what, I would not be surprised if we come home after the quarterfinal. Oh, don't say that, Rick Dog. Don't say that. But mate, it's too early to get him started, uh, Rick Dog. After the Crusaders win, <laughs> no, it's it's gonna be it's a hard side of the draw. We know that. The other side is a lot easier, but. Some good sides are going, are going to be leaving early. And, and that's the hard thing about, that's the harsh reality of it. But, mate, French rugby is thriving at the moment. I don't know if you saw that La Rochelle-Toulouse game. Man, it was such a good game. And uh, Intermax scored that last try. And, and so they're score. only going to get strong. You know, the English uh, English rugby, they don't have the money. As we talked to Nick Evans, they're, they're dealing with about half the money that the French clubs are dealing with. Uh, they got. But do they not have the money? Have you Did you see this, the, the bonuses that you get, they're getting? £100,000 for the players going to the Rugby World Cup. The RFU would have Eng- the money. English yeah. players. Yeah. The RFU have a lot of money. What does that say to to, to the clubs? Well, obviously, there's a lot of separate you know, agendas there. Mm. But when these players are going to the World Cup and pool play, they're getting £100,000. Plus, if they go on to win it, they're getting a lot more. It's crazy. It's great. Yeah, I mean, we talked to Nick Evans. Remember we talked to Nick Evans the other day? He talked about the, the difference in the in the budgets between the, the French clubs and the English clubs. So the, the, the clubs are operating on about half what the, uh, the 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 French clubs. And so the French are just getting stronger. The Japanese are getting stronger. I see Sia Khaleesi's off to France to Racing 92 mm-hmm. um, after after the uh, the club season that's just finished down there. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly France is going to be the place to be. It's going to be the premier rugby competition in the world, the way things are tracking. Yeah, it is. It is such a good watch, and um, mate, no surprises. You look at Toulouse, and you look at their sponsors, Ricardo. They've got Airbus, 
and they've got all these major companies from around the world, they've got just the backing. They've got backing behind them, which is other other unions, other teams just don't have that pull power. So, yep, no surprises everyone's going to France at the moment. No, no surprises there at all. Uh, keep your texts coming through. Double eight, double three. This one from Shane on our Can't Wait question of the day. I had a broken jaw and had to eat soup for just over a month. Now I hate it, but I did lose 15 kilos during that time. I've since found it again. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for that, Shane. Uh, appreciate your text. Keep them coming through. Double eight, double three. When we come back, Kempi is off the back fence.